This is Managing Mayhem. Presented by Two Lawyers and a Layman. Because good intentions are not a legal defense. Welcome everyone to Managing Mayhem. How are you guys doing today? Really good. Really actually good. How are you guys? From afar. Hello. I'm doing excellent. Uh, before we get going, I do want to say congrats to Jack who just landed a lead role in an upcoming movie. Yeah. And we're super excited. That's awesome. Congrats. Woo. Thanks. I'm excited too. You know yeah. Congratulations. So seriously. <laughs> Thank you. Great. Can't tell you anything else, but it'll be really fun. As it should. <laughs> as it should and as it shall. <laughs> All right. So what's going on out there? Uh, summer happy hours are happening. Summer happy hours. And that's the truth. Today we're going to be talking about office happy hours and what everyone's doing. Pros, cons, mm. pitfalls. Grab a beverage <laughs> yeah. of your choice. and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really um, taken hold, these office happy hours. But it's really interesting to talk to different clients about all the different ways that they're coming at doing happy them. hours. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, there was one client who said that we only do it now at our our office and we have a, a table set up and they just have like an open bar. They just have it all there. Yeah. They just bring in the booze and non-alcoholic beverages and snacks. So it's just at a table like by the cubicles. Right. It's uh, sure. it's not very sexy. You know what I mean? Like I feel, <laughs> I feel like, but you kind of want to like you go know, to get go get out of there. I kind of like don't want to be. I, mean, I, I my experience, it's usually been, hey, we're going across the street to the bar. Yeah. And we're just gonna go hang out, grab a beer, just after work, right? I wonder why doing it in the office just for, for pure convenience. One what? person told me that they started doing it on site because no one was going across right. to the restaurant. Yeah. And so, right. But I just envision them, you're at your cubicle and they're awkwardly setting up this bar and then it's like you don't know when it starts or when you're working or not working or you're supposed to go over there. <laughs> it's when your boss shotguns the first beer. That's when it starts. It's... 8 a.m. <laughs> I know. It's awkward. You know, another company was, was actually, their happy hour is pushing a bar cart around to the cubicles okay. and letting people select <laughs> what they want. What do you think about that? Well, welcome to the Hogwarts Express. <laughs> <laughs> Seems sad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I'm on Delta Airlines and I, I can't ask for two bags of pretzels. <laughs> I get an extra cup of water and some ice. <laughs> exactly. But I think that that maybe is a way to regulate how much you're giving people. Like, Yeah, I mean, to me, there are a couple things. One is you eliminate steps for them to do, such as going to the bar and you just bring it to them. Getting out of bed. <laughs> right, right. But like, to me, that's that's a component of why you would want to do it in the office. Like, hey, we're all here. We're going to go to the conference room. It's going to be fun. Yeah. You're not asking people to drive somewhere else or go somewhere else. First right. Thing. You know, I'm trying not to sound like a lawyer here. We're going to first right, try right. to look at why. As a lawyer, there is no legal risk with doing that. <laughs> not at all. I wonder if I wonder if they do it more now in the office, too, because of COVID. You would have less exposure hmm. to strangers. I could see that. Maybe. I could see that. So you all are already in the same pod, kind of. Yeah, I mm -hmm. asked one manager why they do it in the office. He goes, well, we bought this sweet foosball table and ping pong table right. and we want it used. So we want, you know, yeah. this conference rec room to be used. And so that's why we're doing it. It's also cheaper. Whatever gets but, you there. Kirkland brand. He goes, I we can water down the booze ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But a lot of, I was looking at what other companies do is they'll actually close the office an hour early and say, hey, Friday at four, we're shutting down the office. We're going to go hang out in the conference room. We'll have a happy hour. We'll have some drinks. I mean, I, I, I get that. I mean, I think that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, I recorded building. a demo of some yeah. of my new music. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hear me sing sing a song or play the flout. Flu- wait, right. wait, never mind. I'll, the flute. I'll play the flout. <laughs> You're I a flautist. Very painful, very painful personal year I'd like to share through song at the happy hour. Yeah. <laughs> the majority of clients I talk to are still going to that traditional setting, yeah. Jeff, of, of going to a restaurant happy hour and meeting there, a little more informal setting. Right, and, um, right. You get a little space actually from where you work. Right. But let's go over some of the pros of why they're doing it. So to me, the huge one is it's informal. You're blown off steam. You get to go talk to your coworkers, right? Get to know each other outside of the work context. I think that's huge. I think it's important. So yeah, for the company, because I do think it helps the way you work together. Right. When all of a sudden your your coworker relationship is humanized, I've actually been able to work better with people because I understand them a little bit more. Yeah, and I think that... There's a method to the madness. Yeah, I we're think. not robots, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're, we can't function totally on our own. It's nice to have social context. I think it's, it is nice to see people in different settings. It could be um, problematic. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but I think it's really <laughs> it nice. It could be a hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, people could hear about their dog or what they like to do sports-wise or, you know, something that connects you on a different level with people. And, and, and cheap yeah. drinks. Cheap and drinks. cheap drinks. Maybe even like some free food, you know, I don't know. <laughs> there obviously are reasons why people like it. They they like to go socialize as well. We've been in a pandemic and people are thrilled not to yeah. be doing Zoom happy hours to go yes. and socialize. But, yeah. you know, we there are a lot of cons as well. Yeah. And I think that the more we recognize them, it's not that you shouldn't do happy hour but that you can navigate some of the potential issues that you could have. Yeah, because everyone's still, no one's trying to get rid of happy hour. It's just you want to make sure you're doing it in a way that is actually fun and not a problem. I mean, obviously, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of a con let's is... Go. Let's is, go. Yeah, let's just... Let's yeah, this, let's 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 buckle up. Here we go. Uh, Mama's but, home. I mean... The first thing you think of is just professionalism, right? All of a sudden, you take all these people from a professional setting and then you move them into a setting where they're they're letting loose, right? And all of a sudden... Yeah, and all of a sudden, the person you've just interacted with over Slack or email who seems pretty amicable is screaming at a stranger over who gets to play pool next. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I put my quarters here first. (laughs) He's like, I just want (laughs) to... That's my son. (laughs) Children at the bar. (laughs) Um, I mean, you know, let's us be real. Like those are the kind of things that you can't unsee, and it's forever embedded. Next time you're in a meeting with them, like, oh my gosh, they were like spiking the ping pong paddle. Right, and I'm supposed to look up to them from a work standpoint. Right, and I think the thing you see a lot of is gossip, venting. All of a sudden, people are just talking about other employees, and it's usually the person who's not there. Right. All right. It's always the person that's not there that they're talking about. It's so brutal. But it, that, I mean, we talk about how it's, it's camaraderie, but then mm-hmm. that actually is really contributing to a toxic work environment where we're just yeah, bashing absolutely. on Gina right. because she's not there and how she right. chews with her mouth open or something, right? right? Right. And that torpedoes it. Oh, yeah. The other thing I see is the overshare about their personal life. And suddenly your captive audience with your beverage and your peanuts hearing all about their custody battle. I know way too much about this. 
I should not know the medications that your ex-boyfriend took. Yeah, I do, I do not want to know. And it's even weirder because you're my manager. This feels inappropriate. And whenever there starts to be crying, you know, that we've maybe crossed the line on the overshare. Do you need to go home? Exactly. <laughs> it's like when you're an intern and you're asking your supervisor if they need to ride home. It's all of a sudden a very different dynamic. You know, then suddenly loose lips sink ships. Right. You know, In a lot of ways, like socially and business-wise. Exactly. Suddenly you're hearing way too much. I mean, somebody they're saying, I hate this job. Right. Yeah. Or the way so-and-so is working on this project is shitty or I don't approve of their strategy. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. And they're standing there two feet overhearing all of it because they don't realize that they're... It's like, it's a mess. <laughs> but I mean, when you talk about loose lips sink ships, there are serious confidentiality issues when they start talking about actual upcoming business transactions or yes, or clients, right, or patients, and they're mm -hmm. talking about cases. Because the funny thing about happy hours, we all go to unwind and talk about our personal lives, but everyone really drifts back to talk about work. And then if you have confidential information, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I had this one patient, I had to solder off this, you know... I don't I don't know medical, but like I love solder off. Isn't soldering <laughs> like wait I think welding. soldering is a way to bind metal. <laughs> I'm sure a dermatologist would say otherwise. <laughs> but even on Southwest Airlines when they're like, It's happy hour, we're gonna have, you know, drinks or you know, Alaska Airline where they have free drinks. I was sitting next to two guys that they just started bashing on a CEO and saying he had screwed up this whole acquisition, which was also confidential. And I just kind of to jerk their chain, turned to them and said, you know what? I actually am the lawyer for that CEO. And they just fear, just fear. Oh, oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> and you're under arrest. <laughs> Air Marshal. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let's talk about the elephant in the room though, for lawyers, especially and that is alcohol. And the reality is that infusing alcohol into any of these office happy hour situations can get sloppy. Let's let's be real. Right. I mean, all of these issues that we're talking about, gossiping, professionalism, obviously those become amplified. People have some liquid courage right there. I mean, we do get contacted by clients after many office type happy hours, unfortunately, about sexual harassment. And I think one of the biggest myths is people think that because they're off the clock or off duty, right. that harassment oh. doesn't apply. But that is actually not true in the majority of courts. It's viewed as a continuation of that work relationship. Right. Yeah. Other issues relating to alcohol is that if you're going to have an on-premises happy mm -hmm. hour, if there's any accidents, slipping, anything like that, you are going to be responsible for that. The other thing is we always right. go back to if they're driving home. I mean, if you live somewhere where there's public transportation, great. But if you're the one serving the alcohol, there's going to be increased yeah. legal risk. And that's why some people go to a bar. Think about if that kind of risk is worth the convenience of just having it at the office. Yeah. Exactly. I will say this, though. If you're going around with a bar cart and you're handing out one beer to everybody who's going to drink or one beverage, then you are controlling how much they're actually, you know, drinking versus, hey, we're going to go across the street and everyone's getting rounds of shots and stuff that you have to really no control over. So I do, I mean, there I mean, is a, even, a way to combat. That implies that the function of the bar cart is to monitor how much people are drinking. And then like, 
having to cut somebody off at work. It's just like a little, just kind of off. You're done, Donnie. You're done. <laughs> no more. <laughs> Some people do have tickets, you know, a two ticket limit, mm-hmm. but that also yeah. crushes the vibe sometimes of a of a happy hour. But you are going to have those legal risks. I mean, you just are. You're yeah. going to have them if it's a company sponsored, even offsite. Um, and right. so the, you just have to yeah. be careful on that. Um, the, the other consideration, if you're requiring it or doing it on company property, you're you're probably gonna have to pay them. They're a wage an hour can so just Well yeah. Jeff, you oh, mentioned about, day. hey, we're gonna shut down at four thirty. Right. Well, wait, shut down. Are they going off the clock? Are they still on the clock? Yeah. I mean well, I mean, is this mandatory? Right. If you can only get a promotion because you go to happy hour to hang out with the boss, then is that kind of mandatory as well? I mean So if a company's doing a happy hour but it actually does seem conditional or like kind of even mandatory, how do you combat that or what do you do? I found one study said that 40% of employees feel pressure to go to these office happy hours. Yeah. So this is a real concern. And frankly, a lot of people would rather just go home. They'd rather mm-hmm. be with their kids, their dog by themselves, you know. And so right. I think it's a right. valid question to ask. First of all, you can't make it mandatory or, or else, well, right. you can make it mandatory, but you better pay them. But I wouldn't recommend doing that. No. Also, I like I I know I sound like I'm all happy hour happy hour, but any job I've had that has those things, I tend to actually not want to go sometimes. You know what? I was talked to at one job when I was in house legal counsel, and they said, "Patty, you're not coming to all these voluntary office happy hours, and we feel that affects the team building." And I said, "You know, I'm I'm a mother of four, and I'm I'm going to go home and be with my family." And then I thought, "Why do I have to explain what I'm doing to go home?" Yeah, um, I felt tremendous pressure. I yeah. thought that was inappropriate. It's like creating an old boys club mentality that right. doesn't belong in any office, right? Which Jack reminds me of the last factor that that I view as a con is that. Some happy hours really go to the issue of, are you being inclusive? You know, right. Right. are you being inclusive in the fact that some people don't drink? Inclusive about where you go. Where you go, whether right. they're right. not comfortable. Um, there's all kinds mm-hmm. of issues if someone is, I, mean, I know they can have non-alcoholic beverages, but you know, how are you framing that office happy hour? Is it inclusive or is it exclusive? Because it could lead to discrimination or, or hurt morale and not make people feel that they're part of the team. Yeah, it's a bummer when those things start to affect workplace morale when it's just something as low-key as a happy hour or as low stakes. Right. Some considerations to adjust and think about. One thing is if you're going to do it on site, then a big thing I think about is is transportation, making sure if you're going to provide alcoholic beverages, I would coordinate Ubers, designated drivers, you don't want people driving after you've provided them with alcohol. I mean, no further questions. Yeah, the thing is, if you're going to do it off site um, or on site, you know, set some expectations to control your reputation and conduct. I, I have added in many of my clients' policies, their respectful workplace and their harassment policies, language adding that these policies apply at business social functions or even off duty conduct if it reflects on the business or pertains to workplace relationships. So make sure you're adding those to your policies as well so you can monitor and discipline for that. Because as Patty said earlier, although these are after hours normally, that doesn't mean that you can just put your head in the sand and say, oh, it's after hours. Not really a get out of jail free card. This Not at something all. happens on happy hour. No, no. And I actually think that many clients are under and many managers are under absolutely the false belief that they think it's off duty. So it's OK. Right. 
I think the happy hours should just be everybody sitting at their cubicle and people just hand out little bags of alcohol. And now we're back. We're, now we're back to the the Hogwarts Express is our final yeah. our final takeaway. It's just the beer cart, right? Anything from the trolley. <laughs> Thank you guys for talking about happy hour. I know that we sound like we're. That's why we're never invited the lawyers to happy hour. Jack, you may be invited. But it is no. But it isn't on uh, talking about it. I can find myself being like. I want to sound really cool and like social, but also like there's a kind of complicated thing, kind of all this stuff that can go down. Tread lightly. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we hope you have a great week. That's Mayhem Free and we'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Managing Mayhem is presented by Management Northwest and Management Southwest and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without prior written consent. By listening to this podcast, you understand that we, or at least two of us, are lawyers, but we are not your lawyers. Therefore, nothing we say on the podcast should be taken as legal advice or considered to create an attorney-client relationship. It is solely meant for your educational and informational purposes. The podcast should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from an attorney licensed in your state. Please be aware that listening to lawyers can cause side effects such as migraine, self-doubt, and also maybe cure insomnia. But you know what? Trust your judgment or you're not your mom.